What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Kristen Agopian Show. Shout outs from everybody here in Studio B as we connect with our 200 plus stations coast to coast via the BizTalk Radio and BBS Radio Networks. Greetings to you all. This week's show is brought to you by our caring sponsors at Elite Rehab because everyone knows a family that's fighting the effects of today's substance abuse epidemic. If someone you care about needs help, pick up the phone 800-932-4082. Help the ones you love put that chapter behind them. 800-932-4082. Sitting here, coffee in hand, looking out the window at another gorgeous fall day. We're getting snow here in the Philadelphia area. Lord have mercy. We are definitely looking at wintertime now. And uh, hope you're all having a fabulous week. Guys, I want to jump right into today's subject matter. Later on in the hour, we're having a fabulous diabetes you know, diabetes expert, a doctor, a person who's um, really battling this back really nicely. And for this first segment, I want to go over, because this is something, diabetes, I don't have it, but you know, we all know family members who have got it. And it's something that's really kind of jumping off the charts these days, not only diabetes, but raised blood sugar, okay? So the subject matter for today is talking about battling back that high blood sugar numbers, which doesn't just lead to diabetes a lot of the time. It can lead to weight gain. It can lead to just feeling sluggish. It can kind of tear down your immune system a bit. There's a lot of reasons that you want to keep your blood sugar low, not just if you've been diagnosed diabetic, even if you haven't, if you have a family history of of it, if you think that you're somewhere in the risk, you know, area for that kind of thing. Today, for this first segment, we're talking about easy, inexpensive ways to lower your blood sugar really, really effectively. Number one, and I hate this one as much as I as much as you just don't roll your eyes at me. Exercising regularly. This doesn't have to mean run a 15 mile marathon, okay, on a daily basis. You don't take 20 minutes a day. Stretch, walk. Do anything other than sitting in your seat. And guys, you're, you're, you're listening to a radio talk show host. I have a master's degree in sitting in my seat. Okay, I get it. I got to get up more often as well. We're all in this together. Regular exercise not only will help you lose weight when nothing else can, but it increases insulin sensitivity. This is important. It's not just some blah, blah, blah doctor's talk. Here's what it does. Increased insulin sensitivity means your cells are better able to use the available sugar in your bloodstream. That leads to the ripple effect of losing weight faster, getting healthier, and plunging your risk for diabetes. If you do have diabetes or you're thinking about someone that you love who does, this is the kind of thing that helps them manage their symptoms beautifully. Okay. And it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be some crazy, you know, gym membership nuttiness where you're there working out an hour a day, 20 minutes, a half hour tops, and you can spread it out during the day, 10 minutes, three times a day. There you go. Bottom line, 
exercise greatly increases your insulin sensitivity, which is exactly what you want, whether you're trying to drop a few pounds, whether you're trying to manage some diabetes symptoms, and it helps your muscles pick up sugars from the blood, which will, no argument, lead to reduced blood sugar levels. It's all good. Next up, and this one has worked for me effortlessly when it comes to you know lowering my weight. Oh my Lord. We're on our path. We're on the path for that. And for people out there who are trying to drop a few pounds, who are trying to lower their risk of diabetes, if you've got people in your family tree who have it, maybe a spouse or someone you care about who has it, you're trying to help them with their symptoms as well, one of the top tools in your toolbox is controlling your carb intake. Your body breaks carbs down into sugars, mostly glucose, which you know, which you know is a big fat bad word when it comes to diabetes and lowering your blood sugar. And then insulin moves the sugar into cells, all right? So when you eat too many carbs or you're having problems with your insulin function, the process fails, the blood glu- the blood glucose levels spike, and then your risk for diabetes goes through the roof and people who you know who are fighting diabetes, it just a bad place for them. There are several things you can do about this. If you control your carbs, I'm talking seriously, put a lockdown on them and you just own it. Will you? We all love a big plate of spaghetti. I ever, I ever find out the huge meteorite is heading towards earth. It's me and a popcorn bowl full of spaghetti. I'm right there with you. In the meantime, we got reality. And when your body is going to be really benefiting huge from reducing the carb intake, just do it. Okay. Carbs again, bottom line, Carbs are broken down into glucose, which raise blood sugar levels. That's bad. You want to gain some weight? Keep up with the carbs. You want to lower your weight? You want to greatly lower your risk of diabetes? If you want to really control your diabetes, shut down the carbs. You own it. You master it. Make it happen. Next up, increase your fiber intake. I can't believe I used to be cool. I used to be hip. And now I'm talking about fiber intake with enthusiasm. All right? I hear the voice coming out of my mouth. I get this, but hear me out. Fiber slows carb digestion and sugar absorption, and for these reasons, it promotes a more gradual rise in blood sugar levels, okay? Bottom line, eating plenty of fiber, and I'm talking about fun stuff. Get, you know, get some mixed nuts. They're good. You know, get the high-fiber bread if you're going to do bread. Here's something I do, and again, do not mock me because it works, and yes, I used to be cool. I will always own that. I may not be cool now, but I've got some high-fiber intake. You take ground up flax seeds, which you can get anywhere, and mix them into peanut butter, have that for a snack. It is a dynamite, amazing high fiber. All right, I got about five minutes before the break. I want to get more of these in. Drink water, stay hydrated. It doesn't take a crazy high fructose, high sugary drink to stay hydrated. Please just pick up some water, okay? Staying hydrated reduces blood sugar levels, helps prevent diabetes. Simple as that. Boom, water is best. Next up, Choose foods with a low glycemic index. All right, you know what this is? You've all heard of this, but just for the few people left on earth who haven't. Glycemic index was developed to assess the body's blood sugar response to foods that contain carbs. In regular layman's terms, the higher a glycemic index, and I'm talking really high glycemic indexes are white sugar, white flour, you know, a beautiful toasted bagel. We all love them, but if you're trying to master your carbs... Don't go for the bagels. Don't go for the sugar. Foods with a low glycemic index. Here's what we got. Meat, eggs, 
you know, barley, a nice barley soup, beans, lentils, legumes. Here's a good one. I consider this like a good high, you know, a good high, you know, whatever starch. I love sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes desperately. They are my carb of choice. And they've got a really low glycemic index. They're good for you. So if you're in the mood for the potatoes, but you're trying to go lean a little healthier, get a sweet potato instead. It's a beautiful thing. Next up. Monitor your blood sugar levels. Now, I don't do this. However, because I don't have diabetes, I'm not pre-diabetic, I'm just trying to lose some weight. So I'm managing the sugar that I'm eating, and I'm drinking a lot more water, getting the exercise in, and it's so freaking annoyingly effective. I'm still doing it. We're dropping a lot of pounds here. It feels great. But if you are, say, pre-diabetic, or say you are diabetic, you're trying to knock it back, or you're just a wonderful geek about your health and you're monitoring your blood sugar anyway... Measuring and monitoring blood glucose levels will help you control them. If you maintain a log with this every day, it's going to help you adjust foods, help you adjust any medications, maybe lower the medications. There's good reasons for monitoring this stuff. This next one I love because not only is it super effective, it's free. Getting enough sleep. You guys, I'm right there with you. I mean, there are several things on this earth that I would put aside, I mean, fun adult things, in order to get more sleep. I mean, it's it's embarrassing. Again, see my earlier notes on how I used to be cool, but I would happily, like, put off a fabulous evening out, dancing, movie, whatever, if I got a couple extra hours sleep. It's pathetic, but it's true, and I'm probably not alone. But getting enough sleep, it feels great. It's necessary for good health. Poor sleeping habits, a lack of rest also affect blood sugar levels and insulin sensitivity. Boom. They can also, this stinks, they can also increase appetite and promote weight gain if you don't get enough sleep. Sleep deprivation also highlighted in several, you know, Rambo torture movies, whatever. You know when it's a form of torture, it's bad. All right, sleep deprivation, an actual form of torture. And we're doing it to ourselves deliberately because we got work to do, we got cleaning to do. We want to have, you know, some nice quality time with family and friends. I get it. Get yourself more sleep. Chances are excellent. I don't, you know, I don't know your sleep patterns per se. I love hearing from you all every week. Chances are, if you are anything like me, you're not getting enough sleep. And looking at these reports, holy crap. A good sleep is, here we go, I'm saying this flat out from doctor's reports here. Furthermore, good sleep is about both quantity and quality. You laying there in a bed doesn't count as sleep. You have to actually be sleeping for that. If you find yourself tossing and turning, up the exercise a little bit more. I'm talking just by 10 minutes more a day. You're going to find your sleep goes through the roof. It's annoying, but it's true. This, I got to get in before the break. Eat foods rich in chromium and magnesium. Magnesium, one of my favorites. All right, this is the best part. Not only dark leafy greens, yawn, whole grains, also dark chocolate. I do dark chocolate every day. Magnesium rich, everyone's a winner. Chromium rich foods, egg yolks, whole grain products, high brand cereals, brand, I'm talking brand. I I used to be cool. Coffee, amen. Nuts, green beans, broccoli, and meat. Beautiful stuff. Next up, try apple cider vinegar. Has huge benefits for your health, including helping to control blood sugar. Who knew? Go out, get a bottle of apple cider vinegar. It goes with a bunch of other stuff. Research it yourself. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Guys, hang out for a minute. We'll be right back right after this.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back with the Kristen Nagopian Show. And the holidays are upon us again. You guys know how much I love this time of year. And one of the biggest gifts, I feel, is the way things really seem to be getting back to a bit of normal again. I really feel like this Christmas is the one that feels by far the most pre-COVID. Does it make sense? It just has that upbeat, optimistic vibe. But it can also mean some crazy days of cooking and prepping and cleaning and entertaining and you can just <laughs> you can just envision what that looks like in my house. And if you're anything like me, the upshift to an even crazier, air quotes, normal routine can cause some stresses to the body and flat out science here. That stress can make you more vulnerable to various ailments during the holiday season. And our next guest tells us rightly, the best gift you can give yourself is to keep your wellness on track, both for your sake and the ones you love. And joining us via our newsmaker line is noted surgeon and leader in women's health, Dr. Tarane Shirazian, to tell us more. Doctor, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited we're talking about this today. Yep, me too. You know, for a lot of our listeners, and you must hear this every day, but for a lot of our listeners out there, stress is a daily issue. But here's where I need your expertise, because you know what? We're all grownups. You know, we're used to the headlines. We just came through COVID, for the love of Pete. You know, we're used to craziness every time we open a new site or catch the latest headlines. So talk to us about why you think it is that holiday stress can be so much harder to manage. Yeah, it is so difficult for a lot of the reasons that you already mentioned, Kristen, but I think some of the more common ones are when you think about it, we have family at our homes, we are traveling and visiting family, we are going to holiday parties, and we're eating high sugar foods, you know, diets that we don't usually have. Um, and so all of these things together compound our stress, and it weakens our immune system, also lack of sleep. Many of us aren't sleeping. We're working really hard. We're looking for presents and gifts. We're thinking about the holidays. So all of these things together 
weaken our immune system and make us vulnerable to all types of infections. Um, And so it's really, really important that we pay attention to our bodies and we kind of listen to our symptoms and really seek out treatments at this time. Yeah, you are so correct. And if there's one thing I've learned without doubt as I approach my 50, you know, this birthday, you know, chances are excellent that the body will give you some signs that something is off. You know what I mean? So what are some of the symptoms we need to look out for? Are there, you know, any thoughts on that? And what are your ideas on solutions for that? Yeah, well, I think really the top two are headache and fatigue. So many of us will feel like a persistent headache during the holidays, or we'll feel really run down and really extra tired and extra fatigued. And these two symptoms really point to us needing more sleep, more rest, and really the need to kind of build up that immune system. So that is super important during the holidays. The other is that for many of us, we'll notice discomfort, you know, all the high sugar foods, all the stress, um, we'll really notice more irritation or discomfort. And so if you notice these things, it's important that you know about a resource. It's called the Monistat Symptom Checker. You can go there and put in your symptoms and see if you have infection, which, you know, can just compound all of the other things that you need to do during the holidays. That is very interesting. And I I had to make sure we got this next question in because I am very guilty of this at times as well. But you've got some women out there that are very tempted to seek out, for lack of a better phrase, you know, do-it-yourself solutions. They want to handle things on their own. They don't want to stress any family members out. There could be an issue with just trying to find time in their schedule to talk to their doctors. They want to get back to neutral, but they don't want to make a fuss. They want it to be effective, but they don't need it to take forever. What are your feelings about that? What's your advice on there? Oh my God, I see the, you know, turning to social media every single day. So really think that when you go to social, you know, you can get caught in this web of myths and other things that are not accurate, which is worrisome out there. And I I have so many patients that turn to Dr. Google and then get really afraid, get really scared by what Dr. Google has to tell them. So I think it is dangerous to kind of turn to social media and Google for medical answers. I really do. Best thing to do is that if you know that you have symptoms that really look like infection um, and, you know, head to the drugstore and, you know, grab a monostat treatment and give it a try. You don't need a prescription. You can get it over the counter. It's easily accessible, which is really nice during the holidays when everything else is so stressed and you can just get rid of one extra symptom and issue that you really don't need. And I agree with you, hydration and sleep are like the other two huge things that you can do for yourself really, really help with every kind of infection. Yeah. And you just touched on something that definitely hits home for me because I think, and I don't think I'm alone, like a lot of people out there, you don't want to go in thinking that you're going to have to have some sort of a prescription. You're going to have to have something called in. You want something you can just go straight into the drugstore and take care of business. So I think with your product, it absolutely does the trick. You go in, you get it taken care of, and it has a decades-long history of working so well. I just think it puts a lot of people at ease. Am I oversimplifying here? I think that's 100% right. I mean, I 
I am a physician and I don't even like a prescription for anything <laughs> because it has, to, it has to go through the pharmacist. You have to wait for it. You know, it's a whole ordeal. It's so much simpler to be able to pick up what you need, you know, at the pharmacy. And I think these days we really want to empower women, right? We really want you to have the information so that you can help get yourself to the treatments that you need, because it's very hard for many people to access a lot of things. So having it available over the counter is huge. And I really think, and as you said, Monosat is a brand that's been around forever. It's a trusted brand. We know it works. We, you know, it's been around forever. It's one of those tried and true treatments. So I really do encourage women to remember that they can go and do this because I think sometimes we forget. Oh, that is spot on. I'm the queen of forgetting this kind of thing. And uh, the days get crazy and it's just it's great to know that this solution is right there waiting for it. What kind of other proven tactics are you finding kind of hit the mark for your patients to help ensure, you know, not only cutting down on the stress a little bit, but kind of a more seamless holiday season? What are you reaching for in, in your arsenal of weapons to keep this holiday season in a nice, cool, calm sort of manner? Oh my God, it's become crazy, hasn't it? I just feel, I agree with you. I think we're going back to sort of that pre-COVID time where everything is back in full swing. There are a ton of holiday parties. The kids are super busy. It's really, really busy. So um, I'm excited, but I definitely, you know, the fact that this is a stressful time definitely resonates with me too. So I want, I want women to be able to access the information they need, get the care they need. And also, I think I just want everyone to enjoy, right? We all want to have an amazing holiday season after so many years of COVID. Oh my gosh, yes. So many years of COVID. I mean, it was only a couple of years of COVID only, air quotes, but my God, what an impact it made. It's so good to be getting back to a regular type of holiday season. This has been fantastic. I knew the time would fly. Thank you so much for all that you do. And please join us again. You got an open mic anytime. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much, Kristen. Thanks for having me. And we'll be right back then, right after this. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we are back with the Kristen Agopian Show. And there are a lot of buzzwords flying around these days. And when it comes to skincare, there's pretty much one buzzword, and that is retinol. It really is kind of magical. It has been known 
for ages now, decades easily, as kind of a magic skincare ingredient, a kind of time machine for your skin. I've got so many girlfriends who are so much more disciplined than I am when it comes to skincare, and it is their go-to product, and that hasn't changed in decades, and that says something. And if used properly, it can really reduce and soften the appearance of the fine lines and the wrinkles and improve the skin texture and enhance the brightness and even reduce acne. It really is your one-stop shopping. But with so many different types of skin types out there, you also have some people experiencing some side effects like redness, irritation, maybe some temporary dry, flaky skin. So how do we thread that needle so we're experiencing all of the amazing benefits and reducing any of the irritations. Well, here to break it down for us is Dr. Dendi Engelman, an award-winning board-certified dermatologist, joining us via our newsmaker line with what we need to know about retinol and what too many of us don't. Dr. Engelman, welcome. Thank you, Kristen. Happy to be with you. It's great to have you here. When I put the buzzwords out on social media about having you on the show, things just exploded. We've got, you've got younger people who are enjoying the benefits of retinol, maybe to fight off some adolescent skincare problems, all the way up to people in their 80s, more that are using it, have been using it for decades to really reduce the fine lines and wrinkles, to feel, you know, to look their, to look the age that they feel. It really does turn back the clock. And for those of us already seeing those fine lines, you know, not speaking personally or anything, mm-hmm. or just wanting to get a jump on them with their skincare. Give us a brief course in what exactly is retinol and why is it so popular? It just, its popularity seems to be gaining with the years. In, a, in an age full of fly-by-night skincare products, retinol has proven itself over the decades and it's not going anywhere. Talk to us a bit about what exactly is retinol and why is it so popular? Well, you're exactly right, Kristen. I mean, the world of skincare is skyrocketing, and I think that we are all leaning into active ingredients that truly change the skin. And by all measures, retinols are the holy grail of skincare. They're part of the vitamin A family, and they're considered by many dermatologists like myself to be the gold standard for all actives because they boost cell turnover, it helps to improve skin texture, skin tone, hyperpigmentation, acne, builds collagen, it gives firmer, plumper looking skin. I mean, there's so many benefits to this active that when patients come in complaining of signs of aging, it is more often than not uh, the answer to their problems. It really is. I mean, when I put the word out, you just say, retinol and you've got people who maybe it's the first thing they tried and it worked great maybe it's the 10th thing that they tried and it worked great no matter what you've got people out there who are using it and they just swear by it they're not moving to anything differently and that really says something but with everything out there whether it's you know toothpaste or a laundry detergent sometimes you're going to have some side effects that you want to minimize because the pros certainly still outweigh the cons but talk to us a bit about the side effects of retinol and if there's maybe any risks associated with using retinols. What are you hearing out there? So that's exactly the rub with this active is that either people have tried Retin-A for acne years ago and their face was burned and peeled off and was red and irritated and they're really hesitant to re to retry this active ingredient because they don't want the the side effects that used to be associated with most retinols or retinoids that are in the prescription space. Um, But I do want to 
encourage your reader, your listeners to know, Kristen, that not all retinols are created equally, and there are very different um, variations of retinol within this category. And so we, often people, when they're initiating retinols, they'll experience a transition period where their skin may be red, it may be flaky, it may peel, or even may cause breakouts, which is considered skin purging. And, you know, when you're using something to look better, we often don't want to look worse during that transition time of retinizing the skin. And that can last anywhere from weeks to months. So you can understand why some people are hesitant to try this this active ingredient because they don't want the those side effects to well and you touch on so many important points and I am I'm writing stuff down as we're talking here because you're being very modest as well because for every person I know and I'm in my 50s right now so again I have a lot of girlfriends that are way on top of their skincare they look like they're in their 30s early 40s I mean this stuff works and you mentioned rightly that sometimes you do have the redness and a touch of peeling. All of this stuff is clearly marked when you're getting these procedures done or getting these treatments done. But here's the thing. The final word on this is that, yeah, all that happens, and they come back for more later because the final result is so beautiful and so sought after, and you can't find it anywhere else. So I guess the best way you want to go after your retinol, your personalized retinol program, is to minimize all of these possible side effects, these temporary, you know, annoying whatever you might see. How do we go about doing that? Is it by skin tone? Like, say you've got some gorgeous African-American woman who's getting retinol done compared to a, a much more pale, you know, Scandinavian woman who's getting some retinol stuff done. How do you customize these programs to make it as least troublesome for all of these beautiful women passing your offices? Well, you're exactly right that, you know, I have the benefit of having one-on-one consultations with my patients and I can see what type of skin they have and know and talk to them about their history and their experience with this active and what their reactions have been. But for you, you know, speaking to the masses, it's hard because there's so many different skin types that are listening to you. But what's exciting about this is that we have a new innovation that is very well tolerated regardless of skin type or skin tone by Elizabeth Arden. And it's called retinol plus HPR water cream. And this new ingredient, HPR, which stands for hydroxypinacolone retinoate, activates similar receptors to retinol, but you're getting all of the action of traditional retinol without the skin reaction. So it's very well tolerated, clinically proven to reduce wrinkles in just one week, but yet gentle enough for daily use, even for first-time retinol users in all skin types. So that's so great that you can recommend something that you know patients aren't going to react to, but they're also going to not sacrifice the potency. This this new water cream is 10 times as potent, HPR, is 10 times as potent as traditional retinols. So you're getting all of the benefit without those traditional side effects. So it's really exciting. Well, you know what? And I'm grinning as you're talking here because, true story, both my mom, gorgeous lady, and my grandmother, rest her soul, were both huge Elizabeth Arden fans. My mom still is. And from the time I was in my 20s, when I was graduating college, my folks come up to it, and they think she's my sister. And now I'm in my 50s. My my gorgeous mom's in her 70s. And again, she's been using Elizabeth Arden for decades, and you'll never guess. People think she's my sister. So I clearly have to get onto this bandwagon, too, because I make light of it, but there are certain names. They're so—you must hear this all the time. They're so fly-by-night, 
and yes. you try them and they're horrible and you're like, why did I do this? Just stick with the classics. They're out there for a reason. Elizabeth Arden gets it done. And with this new product that you're talking about, it's just so reassuring that you guys are, as usual, you know, evolving with the times, with the chemistry, with all these great results. You must be getting rave reviews for these products as they come out. We are. I've been so pleased with the results of everyone who's tried it. They love it. Their skin feels good. It looks good. And they're not having the, the known side effects that you would typically anticipate. And Kristen, I love that your, your mother and grandmother were Arden lovers. I will say that you're right. In the world of skincare, things are exploding and everyone's kind of copying innovation, but it is difficult to truly innovate in the skincare space. And that's why Elizabeth Arden and a lot of the heritage brands that we know have had staying power because they're truly innovating. They're putting their money into research and development and using new discoveries like HPR and incorporating them into uh, their formulations in order to bring the best and the most scientific level of skincare to the space instead of just making a, a Me Too copycat. That's easy to do, but those those brands typically do not stick around for long because they they're not they're not truly putting their their money and time into the the science of skincare. And so that's what's so exciting about um, having the opportunity to work with Elizabeth Arden as I have for the last eight years and helping them to bring new products to market with new ingredients. And they're forever making even cult favorites even better um, and changing them because the science has changed and there are new discoveries. And that's that's the fun of working in the world of dermatology. Every six months, it seems there's something new and innovative. Doctor, I knew the time would fly. Where do we find you? Where do we find these products? How do we get this into the hands of the people we love? Thanks, Kristen. So you can go to ElizabethArden.com for more information, or you can follow me at Dr. Dindy for more skincare tips. Outstanding, Dr. Engelman. I knew the time would fly. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us, and happy holidays to you and yours. you got an open mic anytime. Thank you, Kristen. Same to you and your family. You bet. We'll be right back, gang, right after this. And we are back with the Kristen Nagopian Show. And this next guest is an expert in subject matter a lot of families have some up-close and personal experience with, including my own. And here's an interesting fact. C-sections are now the number one surgery in the U.S. And personally, I'm the proud owner of a couple of those front and center on my resume. But that statistic surprised even me. And while there have been many advancements, so many advancements in healthcare over the years, there hasn't been a lot of movement in childbirth innovation since the 80s. Surprising, right? But today we can advance how women recover and manage pain after a C-section through the use of effective non-opioid options that can greatly reduce and sometimes eliminate the need for opioids to manage pain after surgery. And joining us via our newsmaker line is Dr. Elizabeth Shero, an OBGYN, to tell us more. Welcome, Dr. Shero. Hi, Kristen. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being with us. This is subject matter that impacts so many people. And that stat 
that C-sections are the number one surgery in the U.S.? I mean, tell our listeners out there, when we're talking about this kind of thing, so many of our listeners know an expectant mom or two. What do people need to know about C-sections and what happens after surgery? Sure. Excellent question, Kristen. Yes, it is the most common surgery in the country. And and like every other surgery, there's pain involved. Sure. So the conversation that needs to be had with patients, we usually in my practice start at 36 weeks, having that conversation about pain control that the expectation is, is that you're going to have some and can we manage that appropriately? And we use a long acting numbing medication inside the incision, kind of like numbing up your tooth for a dental procedure. And that medication lasts you know, post-operatively. And we use other medications that are non-opioid, like uh, Tylenol or Motrin, to be able to manage patients' pain control. That is so smart. And just injecting a little personal history here, I had Katie when I was... uh when I was 36 years old, and she arrived just kicking and screaming at 35 and a half weeks. And then Robbie, a couple of years later, was 34 and a half weeks. So I was one of those high maintenance, never did anything on time people that wasn't even there for the 36 week talk. I got a little scolding by my OBGYNs with that. So it's very important to have that conversation. What are people missing today when it comes to the knowledge out there? I think a lot of people are stuck in, oh, it has to be this opioid or it can't be anything at all. And they're not, they're, they're not really familiar with the, you know, the middle ground when it comes to this. How do you envision this new standard of care for families who require C-sections? And I think they're on the rise. Am I right? What should we be reaching for when it comes to options as this trend continues upward? Yeah. I mean, at Axial Women's Health, we think women deserve more. So yes, the conversation needs to be had about what to expect afterwards that, you know, can we have you walk better, move better, um, take care of yourself, your newborn, breastfeed without needing an opioid, less dizziness um, from all of that opioid use. And can we expect that we could have an opioid minimizing procedure? Because one in 300 women who have never had opioids after a C-section will continue to use it. So if we can avoid writing that prescription, that, that's really our goal. Wow. that is Those stats are amazing. I was so not a pretty picture right after those two C-sections. I mean, <laughs> you're ready to reach for anything. And my husband should be sainted when you were in that kind of never before conceived of discomfort. You're ready to reach for anything, and a lot of people are reaching for the wrong stuff. So tell our listeners a bit about the benefits of utilizing these alternatives for moms-to-be and how it impacts their recovery, almost most important of all. Yeah, their recovery can be smoother, faster. Think about your mood would be better if you're really not you know, using a medication you don't want to or feel like you have to use. Um, also, as I said, success in breastfeeding has been proven to be better. And women's overall recovery of just physiologically being uh, a better recovery if you're moving up and out of bed uh, sooner and not, not really in, in a lot of pain, which really impacts a lot of postpartum depression and a lot of you know, difficulty with breastfeeding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so interestingly, you've had those two C-sections, right? And, and Kristen, those being you know, preterm, no obstetrician likes that. But we certainly want to make sure that your particular recovery would be one that you had a, a conversation, you know, a shared decision-making with your provider. Uh, and so there are a lot of alternatives that are out there, both that Motrin, that Tylenol, so you aren't reaching for that narcotic. And now that we've been using Expirel, we've been using it in my practice since 2016. We've had such success. I, I don't even write for opioids anymore. I, I would tell you I haven't written for in months, and I no longer carry a prescription pad around the hospital. God bless. And, that's, and you are such a powerful force for good when it comes to changing those trends. And yeah, 
I'm chuckling as I'm taking notes as we're talking here. Now, when I was in, you know, when I was in maternity care and I had the best doctors, the best husband, I was like, I wasn't moody. We didn't have anything textbook, clinical depression, anything crazy like that. But I literally was when it came to chipper attitude. I was like Mary Poppins evil twin. It just was not a pretty, (laughs) pretty thing. But in all seriousness, again, your brain's all over the place. You've got a bunch of things on your plate. And having the options that you are making available here, more people have to know about this. What are you thinking when people are out there, they're listening, they're saying, oh, my God, this is going to touch my life so much. We've got friends, family members, you know, people who are expecting. Where would you recommend viewers and listeners go for more information right now? Kristen, thanks for bringing that up. You can go to csectionpain.com. You can download a guide. I encourage all my patients to do so. And women out there, absolutely, friends, family, download the guide and bring it to your provider to have that discussion. Outstanding. Now, what are you finding in your practice? Because you have your finger on the pulse of this far more than I do. I just have, you know, the friends and family members and people, you know, maybe my kids, you know, play friends. Their moms may have a C-section story or two, but you've got like a doctorate in this literally. What are you finding to be the biggest misconceptions when it comes to this? We live in such an amazing age where medical breakthroughs, incredible, amazing medical breakthroughs are an everyday thing. So you've got a lot of people out there stuck in in thinking they're thinking it's still the same as it was in the 80s, the 90s, maybe even five years ago when things have leapfrogged so much since then. What are you finding to be the biggest misconception in this day and age where there are so many C-sections? What are you finding, like, what's the biggest surprising find out there? That's, you know, my daily conversation with women is that they think that they are going to be in excruciating pain, that they're going to be in bed the whole time. They're not going to be able to take care of themselves or their their other child at the time. But we, we've really made progress. We've really changed how women um, recover. And we can make it where they're as comfortable as if they had a delivery, that they're able to breastfeed in the operating room, that they're able to eat right away, um, that we can do all that. And by minimizing those opioids, we really can make that a much better pathway for them. And I think women get stigmatized that they had a C-section at times and and not the vaginal delivery. And, And we really can make that recovery just as fast and just as satisfying. So yeah, I think the conversation has really turned. Yeah, I didn't get stigmatized for that. I'm more got stigmatized for like my drunken sailor swearing and chocolate consumption afterwards. (laughs) But when it came to the other stuff, not so much. But in all seriousness, what you were doing is so important. It is helping save lives, save families, save big trouble down the road. Uh, And on behalf of uh, the receiving end of that great medical progress, we thank you. Uh, I knew the time was going to fly. Dr. Elizabeth Chereau, csectionpain.com. You got an open mic anytime. The message is always evolving. You've always got some great new news. Please do join us again. We'd love to have you back on. Thank you so much, Kristen. Appreciate it. My pleasure. And until next week, save those pennies, pay with cash, and you all stay frugal out there.